what's up, everybody? Ears up in depth. We're back here in the virtual newsroom, Jeremy, to talk all about, uh, I don't know, a bunch of weird stuff going on in the Disney World, uh, Disney News World sphere of the world times. Yeah, there's definitely a a couple weird stories. I've got one in particular I'm excited to go over. I can't wait. There's a lot of weird stuff happening. This could be anything. Yeah, could be anything, man. How have you been, Jer? What's new with you? I've been good. Yeah. I'm in a little bit of pain. I was telling you that I'm in a little bit of pain. I had a faulty. Some, this dentist I go to put in. He did something with my filling today and I can't chew now and I can't bite down. So if you see me wince in agony, it means I bit down and I shouldn't have. Okay. Well, why don't you just go to the back alley that, that you came that you got him in? You know, why don't you go find him in the same back alley? What's going yeah. on? I hope he's still down there. Yeah. And this is my new resolution. No more dental work on a Friday. Because that makes sense. Post. Yeah, you're done. For. And they don't none of them know what they're doing. The industry, they're all charlatans. So you have to just you <laughs> well, have can't to all be charlatans. Yeah, well, you have to do it early in the week because when they screw it up, because mm-hmm. inevitably they will, you have to go back the next day and get them to fix it. But they're not doing that on a Saturday. You know, I got a friend who's a who's a dentist. My distance. I haven't been in, in a couple of years and it hurts. My teeth do hurt sometimes. But anyways. He used to do root canals and he always tells the story about why he stopped doing root canals. It was sort of like you It was over the weekend, but it was a New Year's weekend, like New Year's Eve thing or whatever. Mm. So he's like, oh, friggin. okay, fine. I'll do this root canal or whatever. He was apprehensive about it. And when he's like digging around in this person's tooth, he thought he pulled out the nerve. So like the nerve runs like along your jawline. And so it's really you know, kind of scary because if you get in there too much, you could actually like unravel these nerve packages and stuff like that. It's the whole thing. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know what to do. So he kind of just stuffed it back in and like closed the thing up and was like, okay, whatever. Right. I, I told you they're Charlotte. This is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and then he gets a call New Year's Eve, you know, he's, you know, had some pops or whatever. And he's like hanging out and he's like, oh no. Oh, no, like his answering service or whatever was like, yeah, it's Mr. So-and-so. And he's just freaking out. He goes to the other room. And uh, it was just it was just like a piece of the of gum or something like his like it was just no, totally normal. But he thought it was like the nerve coming oh. out or something like that. And he goes, that's it. Oh that is I will never, ever do another root canal. Like everything was fine. The patient was good. Like there was feel like everything was great. But he's like, I will never go through that again because you just lose your license. Like you just you're done. You're done for. If you like, because he thought he maybe might, might have paralyzed this person's face. So, oh, you know, just tuck you it back in there. <laughs> is it a bundle of nerves? Just tuck it back in there. Just oh, no, it's gum. Yeah, just tuck that in there, too. Whatever. Who cares? Happy New Year. Yeah. What goes on? I don't this know. Is like what happened to me today? That's what I'm saying. All right. You want to do a little bit of Disney news? Yeah, let's go. So let's get All some right. news. Let's try. Uh, you know, I have some cool stuff. I do have a TikTok story. And I know how much you love yeah. TikTok. I hate it. I have a couple of fake news stories, but let's start with the best story. I'm going to lead off with sort of my favorite part of this whole thing. All right. This is a, um, a story in two parts. Okay. The first part is this was posted on November 16th at 831 in the morning from KTLA.com. Uh, Disneyland resumes selling Magic Key annual passes on Wednesday. That's a big announcement. People were very, very excited. Like, oh, we can do the Magic Keys. We, let's go. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Inspire Believe and Imagine passes will resume new sales no earlier than 9 a.m. on Wednesday. The Enchant passes will remain unavailable for new sales, but is still available for current pass holders to renew. 
The Inspire key is $15.99. Believe is $10.99 because I think these all got price increases too. And the Imagine key, which is the lowest tier, is $4.49. Well, the next day, November 17th, the headline from the OC Register, Disneyland stops selling all Magic Key annual passes. <laughs> a day after resuming sales. I just got, I got to wonder what's going on over there. I, you know, it just <laughs> friggin' wild to me. Uh, on Wednesday, Disneyland announced that people who didn't currently have annual passes could buy the Inspire, Believe, and Imagine Key. Over the course of a few hours on Thursday, the company paused sales of the Believe, Imagine, and Inspire keys in quick succession. Guests who already have Magic Key passes can still renew. Disneyland said, while we know this will be disappointing news to Disneyland fans, it's important that we help protect the experience for Magic Key holders and value those passes provide. Protect the experience. It's very much segmenting pass holders and non-pass holders. Well, we have to protect the experience for the pass holders. We right. have to protect, which I understand, but all too often the, the phrasation that Disney likes to put out is weird and almost <laughs> accusatory. I don't, it's odd. Well, what did they have? Six? <laughs> you know, like, all right, we've got six available. Should we put them on sale? Let's do it. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was odd. And I don't know, I don't know what happened. That's it. Just they stopped in that day. So, I mean, how many could they have sold? A couple hundred? I mean, it probably takes 15, 20 minutes to sign someone up and do all the jobs. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Maybe that maybe it overwhelmed their website. And so they were like, we just got to like, like, we got to pause this because maybe like people were getting stuck in the churn. I, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Not me. But, that's for sure. I mean, I do know that their technology is not very good and probably can't handle a sudden wave of of attention like that. So I could totally see that be like, oh, yeah. You, we put them for sale and we crashed go.com. Well, I, th- I think from what I read, I, I didn't see anybody saying that they couldn't get through. I, oh, so okay. I think it was on Disneyland side where they just I do think they maybe they had few spaces, maybe even a couple hundred spread out over all three tiers. They may have just sold sold out. I would think that you would before you open <clears throat> that up, you have to have several thousand available. Like you can't just have like it's the only thing I can think of. The only thing I can think of that would make them announce it and then pause it within 24 hours is that they they didn't have several thousand because also this was they just hit the um, the anniversary, the year anniversary by a couple of months for the people who originally got them in the first place. So I imagine a lot of people just didn't didn't renew. So they had more space and they had to sell them back out. You know, it's just a bad look. It is a bad look. It's weird. It's all herky jerky. I don't get it. Like it's and that's the thing is they're so worried about image or they pretend they pretend to be so worried about image. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, this isn't very good. Yeah. Just you know what? Just sell them at the parks. Don't put them online. Oh, that's a good. You want it? You got to go to the park. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess you you could do that. Yeah. But then that's like weird. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, if, if you have a problem where you want to fill spaces, but you don't have enough to meet the, the, the demand that, you know, is coming online, seems reasonable to me. Anyway, that's it. Just a little blurb. You could have bought a pass if you <laughs> if you were online for that hot minute. But now you can't. <laughs> They're paused again. Well, a cruise line was having trouble staying afloat. So Disney decided to buy their boat. <laughs> and you know me. I do. I like to give credit where it's due. You're not going to like this. Oh, God. 
Back in October, Disney News website, WDW <sighs> News Today, reported on a rumor that Disney was in talks to purchase a partially finished cruise ship from shipbuilder Meyer Werft. The original purchaser of the ship, Genting Hong Kong, faced financial difficulties due to the COVID-19 pandemic, leading it to file for bankruptcy in January of this year. The cruise company operated several cruise lines, including Star, Crystal, and Dream Cruises out of Hong Kong, and at one time owned Norwegian Cruise Line, though they sold their interests in that back in 2007. So this is a Hong Kong-based cruise line. They, they hit trouble. Uh, their bankruptcy filing left shipbuilder Meyer Werft with a rather large problem, that of a partially complete, completed cruise ship with no one to take it. Meyer Werft? Meyer Werft. It, it sounds like the past tense of wharf. I don't know. It's probably Meyer Werft. Oh, yeah, but, probably. Uh, Disney announced this week that they were indeed purchasing the unfinished ocean liner and announced the massive ship would join their fleet sailing under a name still to be determined. The ship is expected to set sail under the Disney brand with a pass in 2025 with a passenger capacity of 6,000. Wow. Which is on the high side. Yeah, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. I mean, cruise ships can go up, I think, to like 9,000. I, I also think it depends on how they configure it. Mm. So if it's got more you know, bigger suites or whatever, obviously, its capacity goes down. The ship was previously named the Golden, the Global Dream, but will be renamed to match the other names in the Disney fleet, which currently operates the Disney Dream, the Disney Wish, the Disney Fantasy, the Wonder, and the Disney Magic. The new ship will be based outside of the United States to take guests to new global destinations. I love a global destination. A global. Yeah. I think that's because so the liner, which boasts a 208,000 gross tonnage, is expected to be the first in the cruise line industry to be powered by green methanol, one of the lowest emission fuels available. Hmm. Cool. The ship will dwarf Disney's fleet in size. The next largest Disney cruise ship, the Disney Wish, which is the most recent one that was launched, comes in at a gross tonnage of just 144,000 versus this new ship's 208. God. So it is significantly bigger. Um, and the, the Disney Wish has a capacity of 500 fewer passengers. The Global Dream is mm -hmm. referred to as a mega liner. So I think that probably the reason why they're going to position this outside of their normal routes, which is Miami, Port Canaveral, is probably because maybe the infrastructure needed to dock at Castaway Key and maybe the Port Canaveral uh, where they where they pull in and dock. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not meant for this mega liner that oh, I see it was going to this. This was it's a Hong Kong based cruise company, but I think it was meant to be birthed in uh, Shanghai. Mm. So I think it was meant to sail to big ports. Um, not Disney's little castaway key and stuff like that. So I think they're going to use it outside of their normal range. Yeah. I mean, imagine just that. I mean, it'd been on one cruise, you know, to the Bahamas and went to Nassau. And it's like those cruise ships in those docks are huge. But this thing sounds mad. I couldn't imagine just looks like a skyscraper on water. It's probably it just too like big. That. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. looks like that. Like they, there's there's images of it and like they're putting it in the Disney livery, of course. I've been on the Disney dream, I guess it was. Mm. That's big enough for me. And in fact, I want something smaller. I like a smaller, more intimate looking cruise ship. I don't want to be in a city that just moves about. Yeah, that's you no. Know? Yes. Yeah. The ship that scary. I was on, I think it was the princess or I've 
I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but it, it had just enough where it's like, okay, you can find something to do, but any more would be weird. There was like a little shopping center and I thought that was odd. I, I don't know, but that's, you know, that's me. I'm not a Vegas guy either. Yeah, same. I like things a little bit more uh, intimate. So that 208,000 gross tonnage, compare that to Disney's original cruise ship, The Magic, which is still in operation, has a gross tonnage of just 83,000 and a maximum capacity of 2,700 passengers, less than a third of the Global Dreams capacity. Jeez. And, you know, it's a nice size cruise ship. Meyer Werft is the shipbuilder that constructed Disney's Wish, Dream, and Fantasy ships. A sister ship was planned for the Golden Dream, but it was never started. And so plans for that have been scrapped, obviously, because now they're just they're just trying to hawk this thing off to whoever will buy it, which is in this case is Disney. So Disney expanding its Disney Cruise Line fleet with an off the shelf cruise ship. Normally they design them from the keel plates up, but this one is uh, they're going to they're just going to reconfigure it, I guess, for their purposes. I think it's interesting. Yeah, it it makes a little bit of sense. I mean, I'm sure after the the wish and the and the work that was put into that, I, I would be interested to see what they do on the inside. Not that we would really know necessarily, but Disney might make a video about how they've transformed it. But I mean, that could be a lot of room for maybe bigger stage acts or you know some sort of experience within the center of the boat. I'm thinking like the Circus Circus in in, in, in Reno, where you know maybe there's obviously not like circus acts but maybe there's some sort of show that you can't do otherwise because you don't have enough room you know what i mean right seems interesting well there were there were people on twitter speculating that that some of the concept art for the with the global dream when it was meant for its original owners actually had kind of like a mock theme park on its whole top deck wow so could there be something in that I, who knows maybe um, if the infra- if yeah. if the infrastructure was sort of in place for Whatever you would need to have a roller coaster on a friggin cruise yeah. ship. Or what if there was a Main Street USA just going down the middle? That'd be weird. Uh, it would be kind of weird, but kind of neat. Oh, it'd be super neat. Yeah. What so, land uh, would you like to have in the middle of your cruise ship? World Showcase. I mean, basically, a cruise ship <laughs> is just like World Showcase. <laughs> you just have like 100 different bars. You know, the one I was on had an entire bars. It had an entire mojito bar. There's like a little bar, but you can get like eight different mojitos and not that they were any good. I mean, it's what you do, but I just thought it was odd. Like, I mean, yeah, here's just a a specific bar that only makes this one drink in slight variation. They're doing it for the gram. Oh, look at us. We were at the mojito bar. We were so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So but it is kind of interesting because, you know, Disney announced that, you know, they had a, a they still, I think, post are, are posting record profits, but they didn't meet expectations in their most recent earnings call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're tightening their belts and there's, you know, there's been talk about a hiring freeze and some and layoffs coming, but they can afford to still buy a big old cruise ship. So apparently yeah. they're not in that dire straits. I feel like I've always heard that the, the parks are sort of understaffed right now. Have more because layoffs. They can't service the, they, the Disney Plus is hemorrhaging money. It's not making any money. It's not. I thought it was. No, it's okay. a huge loser. So, oh, okay. I mean, maybe we're veering off track, but I yeah. had dinner with someone who works in content delivery for the parks. Ooh. And he was telling me, or for for and and like partially adjacent to Disney Plus, and I was like, I don't understand why this isn't making money. Like, what's the problem? Because they're mm. saying it's not going to be profitable until the end of twenty twenty four. I was like, it's all just there. Just stream it. Like, just go. 
Yeah. And he's and he said that it costs so much money to produce the content. Like I think someone reported they're spending thirty billion dollars just to produce all this content. Wow. You can't make that back. Or they're not able to make that back yet. So it's a huge it's a huge money suck. The parks are making plenty of money, but it's not enough to offset or I mean the the Disney Plus is sucking a lot of the company's earnings. I think that's why on Netflix you see a lot of international TV shows. I mean, just because things say like a Netflix original or a Netflix series, they just bought that. But Disney Plus can't do that. They have to create their own content. So that is very interesting. I always thought they were coming right out of the gate, starting producing new stuff. It's like all people really want right now is just the old content. Put everything up there that people have been asking for. You don't have to worry so much about generating new content. But again, I'm not in Hollywood. I don't really know. And in my yeah. in my opinion, it should have been more of a slow build, but it was like, let's go. I agree. I agree. I think I would probably be more open to something like Disney Plus if it was like two ninety nine a month and it was just the old li- the library of everything they'd already made. Mm-hmm. Like, great. Okay, I can have everything at my fingertips. I don't have to worry about buying DVDs and things like that. But God, what if that was seem that that's the model? What if that was an option? What if that was like if they just it made that be. a tier? I know it would be kind of neat. But two ninety nine for all the old <clears throat> crap. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> there you go. But That's what I want. Also, Disney Plus ultimately is just a way to get you back in the brand, you know, get you excited for the Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff, because yeah. those are the things that they're producing. So it doesn't make good business sense, quote unquote, but it's what people would want. And quite oftentimes, those things are at odds with each other. There's something else. they could replicate that in the parks. Charge me a way cheaper ticket, but mm-hmm. I'll only go on living with the land. Like I'll I'll stay away. From, I promise I'll stay away from Guardians of the Galaxy. And I all promise. Fancy rides. I won't do. I'm not going to go anywhere near them. I haven't yet. Scouts honor. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gone on Remy's. I haven't gone on any of this. All I want to do is go on Living with the Land Spaceship Earth. Just charge me those. I'm all. That's all I'm going to do. We could tear it like that. I think it'd be great. I think it's kind amazing. of it actually kind of is what they're doing with uh, Lightning Lane to go on these things. You got to pay. So no, that's true. Uh, we had a listener who was in the Discord the other day. Um, he was yeah. at the parks. He said last night the Soren standby line went from 45 minutes to two hours. The Lightning Lane line went down to smoke jumpers. Oh, so, at the Soren it, over at what you call it? Yeah, yeah, DCA. Sorry. Um, and it's like just the Genie Plus, uh, Genie Plus people. We left the line and everything went from 45, 50 minutes to 85 plus, and that basically ended our night. So I don't know the the things from the parks, the reports that I read, you know, haphazardly. Sort of seem like there's just a ton of people. Genie Plus yeah. isn't really as big of a helper as as it used to be, and you know they're understaffed. So just it's weird that there's a a hiring freeze. Um, <laughs> it's it's actually terrifying. Yeah. Speaking of DCA, Jeremy, the uh, gingerbread house at the in the uh, lobby of the Grand Californian every year. Oh sure, yeah. we do that. A lot of the hotels in Florida do that as well. There you go. Well, this year, it's a seven-foot-tall gingerbread replica of the Disney Grand Californian Hotel. How neat. Yeah, it looks really cute, man. I'm looking at this uh, you know, picture of it. They have like a gingerbread Mickey outside. It, just, it looks really cute and clever and uh, pretty neat. This year's creation required 2,000 pounds of gingerbread. It's constructed with 600 pounds of powdered sugar and 250 pounds of fondant. Plus... There are 25 hidden Mickeys in it. Here's the thing I don't understand. If I leave a crumb on the floor of my kitchen, <laughs> ants will come on mass and be like, we're here. We saw that crumb. But yeah. they put up 
250 pounds of fondant are, are there not like pests coming in there i don't get i'm pests. sure that place is sprayed doing? down like nobody's business yeah no. yeah it's gotta be I, I think that's great. Fun. I love the I love the gingerbread houses. Those are some interesting statistics. Two hundred and fifty pounds of fondant. I mean, I love fondant. I could eat that. I like it better than you frosting. love fondant. Forget frosting. Frosting is the worst. I want fondant. Fondant has no flavor. You can make it have like a. It can have like an almond flavor. You put almond uh, extract in it, and it's delightful. Yeah, but almond is gross. Almond flavoring, disgusting. No, it's amazing. It's uh, it's great. It's like praline. Should have it. I don't like fondant. Wrong. No fondant is no. fondant. It's uh, it makes your cake al dente. <laughs> I like a cake that bites back. Yeah. Odd. You don't want a cake. You want a scone or a biscuit. Well, yeah, an almond biscuit would be great. Oh man. Mm. Is it my turn? I don't know. Do you want it to be? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> you must have a longer story than that. Go. I do. You want to do the TikTok one and we'll take a break? Yeah, TikTok break. All right, let's do that. So what is this about? I got to wait until I see it. You got to wait. You're not going to tease anything about this? No. I mean, well, you know, I will, but this is just, I'm going to cut all this, you know, part out of the podcast. So I'm just waiting for this to look. Wield that scalpel, man. Get rid of it. (laughs) Oh, God. That's not a hold on, hold on, hold on. Save it, save it, save it because I want all of this raw energy. Disneyland, (laughs) I want all of this raw energy. Save it, Jeremy. (laughs) All right, so Jeremy, I'm Lucky Lucky Somers. (laughs) What is her name, Jeremy? I told you that I had a a very cool TikTok video to show you, and so this is Uh it. So, this is a person who's claiming that she got dress coded at Disneyland. Oh, and, you know, that's was sort of the trend last year, especially on TikTok, where people were trying to push that because somebody early last year, I think, um, you know, they had a skimpy top on or something in Disneyland was like, here's a seventy five dollar guest certificate. Go buy a shirt. Someone puts it on TikTok and like, this is how you get a free shirt. And you had a couple of these influencers, quote unquote, trying to do that, trying to push like the, uh, one a couple months ago, just had like a bikini top, like just strutting on in. You know, so it's interesting because if you're doing what other people did, you're not an influencer. You're influenced. Oh, got him. You burnt. Well, and so this lady is claiming that uh, uh, claims of body shaming. So the the hashtags for this are Disneyland and body shaming. And she's saying that uh, she was a, this is an episode of body shaming 100 percent because she got dress coded at Disneyland. So here's mm-hmm. the video. OK, here's the video. I got hit for dress code at Disneyland. So that's it. That's it. So it's uh, for those of you not watching on YouTube. She's a a woman in her 30s, probably late 20s. I have no idea. uh, Wearing leggings like workout leggings or whatever and a sports bra. She has big breasts and a baseball cap on and like a like a fanny pack on she's standing on main street sort of putting her arms out and then she twirls around and then she like does this weird lumbering <laughs> like run and then stops <laughs> and turns she around stepped away yeah and then she stops and turns around and then the edit ends and it's like well okay so you first of all bad editing but there's nothing in the video that says that she got dress coded 
There's no follow-up anywhere where it says she got dress coded. There's no proof of this at all. So I was like, well, who is this person? I'm Lackey A. Summers. I don't know, whatever. Um, and so this is entirely her feed. Oh it's God. exactly what you think it would be of uh, somebody that I described as an influencer, blonde, in shape. She Too much lip injection. She looks like Howard the Duck. Yeah, she sort of looks terrible. Uh, her costume, you know, she's like doing a bunch of stuff for Halloween. But uh, so, you know, a lot of her videos, they're hit or miss. Like one video is 156,000 views. The next one is 19,000 views and 17,000. I feel like, I don't know, she's definitely like a feed person where she was like looking, oh, my, my views are going down. I better do something. So the next video is talking about her boyfriend's ex and that got a higher count and blah, blah, blah. But this video here for Disneyland, it's like 57,000 views. Some of her videos have 2 million. And of course, because she's in a crop top, you know, bouncing. And it's just sort of sad and just thirsty for attention, clearly. Yeah, and, this is a big thirst trap right here. Right. So I just looking at through her feed, I don't think I don't believe this person. I don't believe that she actually got di- that got dress coded. I think it's just something she said on thing. And it's generated a, a few articles. So even with a couple of news articles written about this, it only has like 57,000 views. Like nobody cared. Well, because if you got dress coded, then how did you how did you make then make that video? Right. Like they pulled you out of there because of dress code. No, there was no one official around. Like they could be like, okay, well, you can make one video and then we're really going <laughs> to take you. Right. So it's like she made that video preemptively. Well, it's she probably fake. She it's probably made fake. the video just as part of her day and then got dress coded like that seems reasonable. But there's no other there's no follow up to it. So I, I think it's fake. I don't think that she actually did. And I think she just did it to try to get clicks. And she was successful ish. You know, I don't even know how you found that. It was an article. <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah. There were, like I said, there's a couple of articles written about this person. I'm like, OK, let me look oh, at the video. Grief. And they link it. Yeah. And there's just no there's no proof. But people can write an article about a claim on a six second video. You can write a whole article on weird to me. I think that's sort of talented. Yeah. Well, also, I don't I don't really think she was body shamed because she doesn't have like she's in reasonable, reasonably good shape. That's the other. She wasn't body shamed. That's That's all. That's fake. Correct. The other thing is, I don't think in her out that her outfit was violating anything. It was just, you know, tight pants. Which I've it seen was at the park before. Standards of good taste. Well, yes, uh, but unfortunately, we can't dress code people for you know for that. And like you know, she had a sports bra. Like it wasn't. I I I feel like I've seen less on people. And then her comments are just. This is the other thing. It, her comments were all just heaping praise on her. They're like, oh, you look great, honey. Don't worry. And so it's just this weird. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all it's all pretend. So if you see that article, you don't need to click on it. It's stupid. It's not real. Don't click, guys. Don't do it. All right. We're taking a break. We're coming back and we're going to uh, do more stories. You can hear Jeremy talk for a little bit. You lucky people. Hang on, everybody. It's in-depth. We'll be right back. In-depth. Reporting Disney news that's probably not made up. All right, Jer. What you got, buddy? He drinks two beers in such a short time that it's scary. Then he tore off his shirt. And showed that his shoulders are quite hairy. <laughs> a man was reportedly arrested at Walt Disney World's Epcot for disorderly intoxication during the food and wine festival. Whoa. I love, man. I absolutely adore stories like this. <laughs> they are the best. 
Park authorities say that Chase Holderby, 30 years old, of Merritt Island, Florida, caused a disturbance at the American Adventure Pavilion when bystanders bystanders claimed he downed two beers in under 30 seconds, according to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Well, hold your applause, because at face value, that does seem like something. It's impressive. But if you've ever had these beers at the Food and Wine Festival, they're six ounces. Oh, are they? It's not really. Well, I think you can do a six ounce or a 12. Like, I think you can pick a size. It's usually two sizes. But it is to be determined if he was drinking one of the small festival beers or if he was drinking a regular size beer. I would imagine it was a a regular size beer. Yeah, because like, I don't know. I don't know. The police report stated Holderby appeared very friendly in line at, at the pavilion. <laughs> sure, he's a happy drunk. Oh, he's a happy well for a little while. Mm. Shaking hands of guests and high-fiving people. Oh my goodness. I love this but guy. He was starting to stumble. But yeah, I love this. Like, hey everybody, here I am. I'm drunk. Let's go. High five. Up top. Don't leave me hanging. Let's go. Yeah. Minutes later, near the Japan Pavilion, which is just one pavilion away, it's not Mm -hmm. like he had to cross six other countries, he went next door, Holderby began arguing with members of his party, and by the time he made his way to the Morocco Pavilion, which is just, uh, again, one more over, park (laughs) staff and security requested that he leave the premises. So he made it two pavilions, and it's like, we got to get this guy out of here. He went from celebratory high fives to... You got to get out of here, man. Pavilion. It, be, it do be that way sometimes. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. That's what happens. Drink in the sun. You find out. According to the report said, quote, we followed Holderby to the International Gateway exit while he took off his shirt and continued asking what he had done wrong. <laughs> I'm going to keep asking this question. I'm going to take my shirt off. Yeah, he had to make a tic tac with that last broad. Yeah, he should. Holderby then headed to the Skyliner gondolas, aggressively screaming. Once he arrived in the line's queue, he acted belligerent towards a crowd of guests. So this is like he went from high fiving and loving life to (laughs) berating. (laughs) I love it, man. Half naked. (laughs) Yeah. God, that's so good. What a good day. I have been so I myself have tied one on at that park numerous times i have never stripped not once maybe you just don't know how to party yeah i'm clearly not having enough fun (laughs) um the report continued while attempting to get him onto the physical gondola car he wouldn't initially get in and was dangerously close to falling into the area beneath where the attraction operates because there's like a pit you know you step into the gondola but it's you know several feet above actual ground so they had to shut down the transportation system, the, the Disney Skyliner. So that was halted. Um, Holderby was arrested on charges of trespassing and disorderly intoxication, according hmm. to deputies. So another person overserved at the Food and Wine Festival. But the reason why I said that his shoulders are quite hairy is because in his mug shot, his shirt's still off. <laughs> he made it all the way down to the precinct. And oh, I love it. They took his photo. They didn't. He never put that shirt back on. I don't know if he threw it and was and it was gone, or he just refused to put it back on. And he's a he's a bit of a hairy bear. That one. So uh, <laughs> I noticed that that worked into my rhyme. I was wow, this hairy shoulder. Oh, good job, good so job, Holderby. Maybe next time have a water at every other yeah. pavilion. Holderby, maybe next time make your 
shoulders free of hair. Yes. What do you think of that? Boulder be shoulder free. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Jeremy, did you see the story it made its way around the news sphere a little bit where Disney had applied for a patent for a roller coaster that jumps the track? I saw something about this. This is ridiculous. I saw something. I was like, I don't believe anything because this makes no sense. I don't know that I was fooled by it or not, or at least I went with it. I think RGH maybe posted in Discord. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It sort of, you know, sits on the edge of maybe believable uh-huh. somehow because Disney does do some weird stuff with their rides. But I was like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't see this like logically happening. I just I don't see it. There's no way to do it. Right. Right. Well, story came out. It was broken on uh, an Instagram account uh, at wealth is this person's name. And uh, they shared a picture that read Disney files patent for roller coaster that jumps track. And a bunch of other news sites, you know, caught up with this story. There were uh, headlines in, uh, you know, on uh, Kenny the Pirate, which is a pretty decent little blog site. Disney Dining, of course, ran with it. Uh, oh, Barstool Sports even got on some of it. Audacity.com. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, of course, it made the news on Reddit. Uh, Mousetrap News did a whole bunch of stuff. And not a whole bunch. An article. I apologize. Um, a couple of, you know, actual news, like news sites, right? Like News Quarter, a new... Um, CNN. There you go. Yeah, not CNN, but uh, KTT, whatever. Who cares? I'll cut that out. Cut this out. Anyways, so it made the news, made the rounds, but apparently the headline originated on a website that publishes satirical content about Disney's theme parks. This is, it got so bad that Snopes did an article on it. So somebody just made this up. Nobody bothered to check the source material on it and just wrote, everybody wrote articles on it. Amazing. Yeah. The at wealth account added no hashtags or other notes that said the post was intended as satire or parody. This led some users to post comments that appeared to show they believed it was real news. One user commented, how wind gust variation, body weight variations, missed the track by a quarter inch and everyone on that ride is dead. <laughs> First of all, body weight variations. Chill out for a second. All right. Do you have to say that? Another person replied Body's shaming me. Yeah, I know. But yeah, you're going to dress code me. Another person you replied, you're too fat. Quote, imagine the wrong weight distribution. Disney trying to crash their stock price further than it already has. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah we yeah. got some Wall Street bets guy going on now. Mm, yeah. A third commenter said a good amount of the rides at Disneyland kept breaking down this week as opposed to any other week. Please fix your current rides before you focus on a new one. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> this isn't this wasn't posted on a Disney owned account. This is on st- some random person's account. But they had a commenter talking as if it was a Disney account to Disney. Yeah. People on the Internet, man. Um, not very smart. One person said, not good for mental health people. This is stupid. The park will be shut down. Someone else said, too many variables, mainly body weight and weather conditions. There will be a catastrophic accident sooner than later. Is it bad that I feel so smug that when I saw this, I was like, that, 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 I was like, I was like, this isn't true. It's either it's either not like n- totally made up or it's the the words are it's like an inside the magic article and they've just totally twisted it to make it seem yeah. like so I was like either way this isn't true and happening and I'm not reading anymore exactly I feel a little smug about that 
but these people felt they, they fell for it hook line and sinker they're they're reasoning weather variations and wind like, yes yeah it's so it's about, silly dude it's not happening right it's just it's not it is absolutely not a thing it's not a real thing or whatever anyway there you go i just wanted to point that out in case uh in case anybody saw that and thought it was uh real it is not okay everyone can sleep well tonight <laughs> jumps the track that's i don't have any more you don't have any more oh god okay well i have one Two. more than i got one more story for you jared okay and, let's hear it and then i'll let you go so speaking of things that aren't true i don't know again did you see any sort of news you know in the cycle that disney was building a new park I did, but it was inside the magic. And so I'm like, I said, one, it's not true. And two, it's inside the magic. I don't believe anything they write or it's going to be so over and like so convoluted and overinflated that you're going to be like, oh, so I read that headline, but I didn't click on it because I'm like, I I don't I don't buy this. (laughs) Well, you know what? You would be uh, you would be absolutely right, too. So the story that I first found was on DisneyDining.com and it said, um, According to an article from New Straits Times, Disney is planning on building the biggest theme park in Southeast Asia. Oh, yeah. Disney's planning on building the resort in Melaka. That's a bad word in Greek, so don't call anybody that. But it's M-E-L-A-K-A. Melaka, maybe? It's Melaka. Anyway. I don't know. Um, In Malaysia. Can you imagine? Oh, it's pronounced Malaysia. (laughs) Can you imagine a, th- a Disney theme park in Malaysia? Like, I just don't see it happening. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Isn't, how, where's the room? Isn't Malaysia a city state? I don't know that. The report says that Disney plans to have the resort completed by 2027. Yeah, this isn't true. No, I, I agree. Uh, oh. Here's here's a, a quote from the report. A Disneyland theme park in Disney City will be built on 80.9 hectare acres. I don't know. H-A. Hectares. Hectares. There you go. Of land in, oddly enough, Jason, J A S I N, here by the year 2027. It's set to be the. I'm gonna, Disney couldn't build a churro cart by 2027. Like they move, <laughs> just, they move at a glacier's pace. I'm telling you, yeah. there's no, that's not happening. Well, also keep in mind, we just had a D23 where we got, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had these three lands? probably not going to happen but just so you know like they would have announced this at d23 they wouldn't let yeah. the new straits times have a scoop yeah. on this but yeah. and they're known for their uncompromising journalism right uh state heritage and cultural committee chairman datuk muhammad jalini Kamas proudly announced that the development of the theme park will be the first in asean coming after the ones in china europe and japan Quote, after more than 20 years, we will have our very own new theme park. And even though it might not be so large, I feel that it will be more than enough to live up to the Disneyland name, which is an achievement and feat in itself to be brought to our shores. So this this guy, the State Heritage and Cultural Committee chairman, is directly saying Disneyland. Disney is coming here. Uh, He goes on to say the theme park will improve and further add to our goal to achieve the target of 20 million tourists in the span of just three years and return to the original landmark of 18.7 million tourists that we managed to attract back in 2019. The cost of the resort is estimated to be $2 billion in Malaysian currency, which translates to more than $440 million U.S. Uh, in addition to the construction of the theme park, Malaysian officers announced that there would also be the construction of an electromagnetic transportation system. 
that would take tourists to all the area's hotspots, including the theme park. Disney's not building a theme park for $400 million. Um, well, right. So already there's a few flags. Like, first of all, electromagnetic transportation system. All right. Is what is, they're trying to say the monorail? Is that electromagnetic? Maglev? I don't know, I guess. Anyways, and apparently this isn't like the first time this has happened where the Disneyland name, the Disney company has been tied to searching places in Southeast Asia. Apparently a couple years ago, they were sued for a billion dollars over a brand new park in Malaysia. Um, Again, this is from the New Straight Times reporting that the suit filed in the Central California District Court in November 2018 sought damages of at least $1 billion. The suit alleges that uh, those damages were incurred as a result of Fox's withdrawal from a 2013 agreement that it would grant license for a Fox World theme park in Resort World Genting. The brand new Fox licensed theme park would have been the first for the network. But according to Genting Resorts, Fox submitted to the development company a notice of default with its intention to end the agreement. And I guess now that um, Disney owns Fox, they're going after Disney. Is this Genting the same company that went out of business with this cruise line? Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. How many Gentings are there in Asia? I know, right? Uh, According to an email to Bloomberg, Fox stated it pulled out of the deal with Genting after they failed to meet agreed upon deadlines. The uh, complaint filed in Central California District Court further alleges that the Walt Disney Company and 20th Century Fox or 21st Century Fox caused 20th Century Fox licensing and merchandising to breach its contract with Genting by interfering in the business agreement. Yada, yada, yada. So (laughs) that happened. I don't know what happened with the uh, oh, the suit was settled. Apparently, according to Bloomberg, the settlement between Genting Malaysia, Fox and Disney called for Fox World Park to be renamed. It also called for Genting's use of both Fox and non-Fox intellectual property. All the parties agreed to dismiss in any and all suits and claims that were awaiting legal process in the U.S. But yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's uh, that they're going to build the park and maybe there's a little bit of confusion. But turns out the Disney theme park is not happening. Singapore, even if it was happening, Singapore would be in a, a peculiar place, I think, to build a big theme park because there's no there's not enough there's not a big local population it's very small yeah right it sounds like and you know maybe this is i I don't know i i feel like you would i mean relying on tourist dollars is one thing but i feel like malaysia relies a lot it sounds like a lot they were they're expecting 20 million tourists it's a lot of people it's a lot of people to funnel through this park and maybe it would be a smaller park than the disneyland resort who knows Anyway, they haven't done well with small parks. Hong Kong was a disaster for a while until they started to expand it. Yeah. Uh, CNN Southeast Asia reporter Heather Chen shared a tweet about the reported new theme park, but then shared another tweet, letting followers know that her original tweet had been deleted at Disney's request. Uh, to clarify, my tweet has now been deleted on orders of Disney. Orders of Disney, your reporter, is what you say. Uh, but the original clarification I made from reaching out and reporting still stands. There are no official plans for a Disney theme park in Malacca. Earlier reports were purely speculative and misinformed. The New Straight Times article has since been deleted, but in the original piece, they actually quoted Malaysian officials, which, but, but, you know, just sort of, uh, sort of read. So they were uh, quoting state officials. Disney says, no, that's not happening. 
Reporters asked Datuk Mumabit Jalini Kamis about the news of the project not being true, and all he would say was that the whole thing was a, quote, misunderstanding. <laughs> the same officials also said that Disney had been looking at areas in Malaysia for a while, but could not specify where the park would be built. I didn't think Malaysia was that big. Neither did I. So, and so what I wonder is if there was a confusion between like the Fox world, but that sounded like that was maybe trying to go through. Right. And, but according to the settlement, Genting can use Fox name and IP and stuff to build their own friggin' park. So maybe that's what this guy thinks. He's like, oh, he just heard it. It's like, well, then maybe that park will happen. Let me put out a press release because I need to do something. Maybe there's communication that way that kind of broke down, but I thought it was weird. Yeah, so, I can't be sure. I'm pretty sure there's no Disney park going in Malaysia. I would, I, I would bet my house on it. There is no Disney park going in Malaysia at yeah, all. It's not happening. But like you said, uh, Inside the Magic definitely reported on it. Um, of course they did. Yeah, Disney Tourist Blog uh, reported on Undercover Tourists. Yeah, InsideTheMagic.net. Disney is reportedly building another massive theme park. Another massive one. As if the right. term theme park is just implied. It could be any size. I have a theme park in my hands right here. No, it, it, the implication is that it's, it's big already. You have yeah, to put see, the word you, massive there. You talk about WWNT. I think that they are angels compared to ITM. ITM is so bad. Oh, They're it, horrible. The, the ranking is ITM and then WWNT. ITM yeah, is worse. Big space between them. I don't know. Remember the quote unquote rumors of of the uh, treehouse being rethemed to Encanto? Okay. All right. Well, there were rumors of a cruise ship being bought. Look, I'm not saying that, that, that right? they're never right. I'm just saying that they definitely um, make stuff up. Because they wrote two articles within three months about this so called rumor. Gee, I bet. Yeah, but that's. So it could be it, just because it was a, they reported on yep. a rumor. Right. But there's no but there was no context or no any sort of idea that it could be true. It was literally half a sentence and they just repeated it because that article probably got a lot of clicks. But clearly the rumor was fake because they're, they announced they're not doing it. Well, so, a rumor, a rumor by definition isn't necessarily true. Well, that's but see, that's how I think that these sites get away with that. They just but say ITM doesn't do that. ITM doesn't say rumor. They just they distort words. Yes, I agree. And you're like, you're like, mm. I agree. At least in the headline, they is just like, hey, this is a rumor. Take it for what it is. I sort of agree. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they don't. But I, I, I would agree with you. But I, I think putting rumor in there that gives you carte blanche to write any sort of speculative nonsense you want. Go, hey, it's a rumor because yeah, it's a rumor. Right. But I don't believe it. I, I think it's too it's too easy. It's too easy of a thing to do. And they haven't done it as much. They used to do it a ton and they don't anymore. But still, I don't like it. I don't like reporting on rumors. I do. I mean, I do. It's too. fun. It's, for, it's fun to speculate on stuff like, oh, I heard this. Like, that's kind of like, I don't know. It's fun to. Yeah, yeah it's not all going to come true, but it's fun to talk about it. What if it did? I, I agree. But I, I, I guess I'm saying if if you told me a secret, if you worked at Disney and you told me something was going to happen. I wouldn't write literally there is a rumor that this is happening and then that's it and you move on from it. I feel like there's too much there's too little information for it to be factual rumor. I feel like they just made it up because they want to see an Encanto treehouse. You know what I mean? I that's that's all I'm saying. 
I feel like it would have been a so little bit more. It's not a rumor. You're saying they didn't they didn't hear it. You're oh, saying yeah. they they made it up and oh. said, let's call this a rumor. One hundred percent. Okay, that's yeah. different. That's exactly what I think. But you don't have any proof of that, so that's a rumor. No. Um it's just my opinion. <laughs> and I will label it as such. <laughs> oh God. Oh God is well, great. it sure has been another show. It really has, you know, and I we can always say that. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? I'll put it in somewhere else. It has been a show, Jeremy. Thanks for going on this ride with me. I really appreciate it. Are you frozen? No, I was <laughs> being so- <laughs> That's such good radio. Man, I love that. Sorry. Hey, I didn't ask for there to be a chat distracting me. I try to ignore the chat, but like sometimes it's just like, you know. God. Especially when someone in there is called Josh tomorrow and they're being really funny and I need to see what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how you know it's not the real Josh tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Did you see my t- oh, you didn't see my TikTok? No. Oh, I kind of want to play it for you. I'll play it for you after the show. You'll love it. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate it. Until next time, we'll see you.